Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. I'm sitting here with my friend, Casey, who we just had a little snack. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I was inspired by Casey to eat a giant bowl of oatmeal, uh, which is what she does in the mornings. Sometimes I hear her down there, and I was never an oatmeal person. Never had it in the house growing up, but... Uh, Roommates have had it, and now Casey has uh, been slowly trying to introduce it into my life. Her mixture of berries and uh, sunflower butter. Dude, speaking of sunflower butter, we had a uh, pasta salad for lunch today with, let me get this right now, mushroom medley from Trader Joe's, frozen in a bag, as well as their garbanzo bean with like lemon and olive oil combo their spruced up garbanzo beans and they have an artichoke pasta i think they call it a sauce but i don't know that i would it's a little pulpy and uh delicious I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting because when we got it, man, I thought, oh, I love artichoke. And then we're at the checkout at Trader Joe's and the girl, I think that's important that it was a girl because the, the guys at Trader Joe's are very much wet blankets every time we go. But this girl was like, oh, the artichoke, you need to add something to it, I think, if I'm going to be honest. It's not enough on its own. It's not got enough kick, I think is how she might have put it. But anyway, yeah, that's what we did. I don't know what it needed. I don't know that you ever would have had it alone or you ever would. It'd be, it would be super low-key if you were going to have it alone. But you could stuff it into large shells with some cheese, and that would be pretty good. And spinach. Dude. Recipe. <laughs> That's a recipe. Uh, anyway, why didn't it bring that all up? That was really good for lunch today. Anyway. Man, uh, Lex Friedman. Untrustworthy guy, as he is. He had Kanye West. Yee, the artist formerly known as Kanye West, apparently. He had him on talk after Kanye made those, uh, said he was going to go DEFCON 3 with Jew the Jews? He actually had a lot to say about the semantics of Jew versus Jewish. There was a large portion of the uh, podcast which Lex's people labeled the Holocaust, where Kanye went into talking about how abortion in America is a holocaust on black people in America who he views as like a tribe of Israel or a tribe of men or something. I don't know. I don't really follow all of it, to be honest with you. But um, he was just making this argument that like everyone's African and, and he's a Jew but not Jewish, like he's a Jew. And then he tried to reframe it in a way that was like, 
and of course this is my recollection of it, he was trying to say, you have to say the anti-Semitic stuff so that later you can say the pro-black stuff from his perspective. And he seemed to be saying that the company which makes his STEM player, the STEM player partnership, he got upset that there weren't more black people working there and the guy who he's partnered with said that they couldn't hire more Jewish people, I think. And so Kanye was saying like, well, what if I want to start an engineering company of just black people? And he goes, that would be perceived as anti-Semitic. Because another way to put that, he implied, was to say, you know, no, I don't want to hire any Jewish people. And uh, so he was like, first, I take it, I walk it way out with anti-Semitism, and then I can be like, let's start an all-black company. And it doesn't seem so crazy by, by you know, comparison. So that is what it is. What are you going to, I mean, I wasn't there arguing with Kanye West. That's for sure. But it was interesting to hear him talk about it. And then at one point, I was joking about this earlier, Kanye got mad because he kept being like, you know, everyone wants me to apologize. You've got, you've tried to have me apologize like 10 times on this show. And the exact order escapes me, but he says to Lex Friedman, he goes, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. And then later Lex is like, that hurts me that you wouldn't trust me. We're all people. Anyway. I think they ended it on good terms. People seem to like it. So. The comments were people being like, wow, you did good. Hmm. There's other crazy things. He said that Pete Davidson, that, that he puts, he goes, oh, I went somewhere to do a, a service, one of his performances or whatever. And he goes, I, I thought, oh, Kim was going to bring the girls to see me, drop them off or something. And instead, I text her, I go, you know, where are the girls? Where are the kids? And then I get a text from a number that end, that I didn't know that ends up being Pete Davidson, like like mocking him for being like, oh, I'm I'm in your wife's bed right now, like mocking him, and that's how he found out. So he went to Japan, and he tells some like interesting perspective. I don't know some interesting stories, but uh, he did keep going back to the Jewish media. It was kind of crazy how many times he was like, no, I want to go back to the Jewish media. And then at one point, Lex goes, uh, why can't you just say the media? Why does it have to be Jewish media? And he was like, oh, yeah, because Jewish media is redundant. You're right. <laughs> and, and just started, like, going back to it. Like, he kept circling back to it. It was wild. Um, and he was like, oh, they, they're always conspiring against me. Colluding. He, he said... You know, I have all these like agents and agents and everything. And I don't know what else. Managers, 
record label executives, and they're all Jewish and, I, and they're conspiring against me. He brought up Balenciaga at one point and said they were people that conspired against him because they didn't want so many black people in Kanye's circle, like Jay-Z, etc., to be empowered by their deal with Balenciaga or something. So they canceled it. Like, he does go on to specifically mention things. And then he draws this parallel that, again, was just like, psychologically, it was kind of interesting. He, he kept going back to, like, the Kardashians. Like, they were his number. He kept mentioning the Kardashians and Kim Kardashian and that whole situation. And he goes... Because Lex was pressing him on making racial stereotypes like Jewish media and Kanye's like well if I say Kardashian you think women right like you don't think Kardashian you don't think men and he goes well how come for eight Christmases they the Kardashian women would collude and they would talk about where Christmas was going to take place. And it would always happen at Courtney's house, the White House. It would never happen at the father of all their babies' house, their husband's house, any of them who are black. Never happened at a black house. He goes, that would, don't you think that was collusion? And, you're, and again, fascinating parallels he's drawing there, specifically back to the Kardashians and this whole Jewish thing. Like, he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> That's something that comes up in that, po in that podcast. You're like, wow, he's got quite a few chips on his shoulder. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. But I think Casey and I both agreed. We're like, he, he's not insane. He's not a lunatic. He's just, he's just out there. I mean, he's going on making his points. He's pretty extreme about it, but he's got a grip on his physical situation, right? He's not schizophrenic. So it is interesting. And he was nice to Lex, nice enough. So maybe check it out if you don't, if you can stand Lex Friedman. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.